1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And I am so excited that you have joined me today. And guess what? It is a setup. I know that the Spirit of God has attracted you here so that you can just hear that very one thing that you've been searching for. and, And I believe that your life will never be the same again. Well, how are you doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. I don't know what time it is that you're listening uh, to the show, but it is a great day. I am looking out of my window here in the ATL here in Atlanta. It is a sunny, hot, blue sky summer day, and uh, I am so grateful I got a question for you. Are you ready for manifestation? Yay, it is manifestation time. And I have two people, one from uh, the U.S. and one from South Africa, and they're going to share their manifestation story. So I want you to stay tuned. Uh, But I want you to remember to follow me on social media. Of course, my Twitter and my Instagram is l o a constance and uh Facebook is coach with constance and uh I post all kind of goodies on there every week. Additionally, uh, make sure you visit my website fulfillingyourpurpose.com um while I have all of my coaching products there for you my two books Secrets of Success and How to attract genuine love. And of course, my speaking, I would love to come to your uh, next event. Are you a supervisor and do you need help motivating your team through challenging times? Well, I am the person for you. Just this week, I was called in to a company and they were having just issues being a great team. I did some teaching and some training on you know how to be a team player. I used the disc profile uh, which is the personality profile so that they could gain a clear understanding of who they are and then how to relate to others who might be different. And then I did some executive coaching Uh, it was a two-day event with some of the uh, supervisors. So I would love to work with you Email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. We can talk about it. Of course, it will be customized and tailored specifically for your organization. And uh, I'm excited about it. And while you are on my about page, I have an extensive clientele. You know, every time I look at that, I, I sometimes forget about all the places where I've taught and trained so Look at my clientele. I have a proven track record. Is there anything else? I can't think of it. So it is manifestation time. You know, sometimes, you know, you can hear me teach and you can hear some of the great Uh, experts that I have come on the show, but it's something very profound about listening to somebody else's story, and so you're going to hear two manifestation stories today. I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, and just let the spirit speak to you. So my very special guest all the way from Nashville, Tennessee is Miss Devaney, and she's going to share a remarkable transformation. Story. So, Devaney, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you for having me, Miss Constance. How you doing? I am doing great. I am great. How are you? I'm good, boy. Do you have a story to tell? Right. So, 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 let's get started. Uh, when did you come to me for coaching, and kind of what was your life like? What was your um, life like then? I got that out.
2: <laughs> okay. I came to you probably, I want to say at least five years ago. Five, wow. Yes, five years ago. And at that time in my life, I was I was lost. Uh, it actually was um, five years ago because it was for my 25th birthday, and this year I'll be 30. So um, my mom had been coaching with you years prior to that, so she decided instead of throwing me – a huge birthday party. She wanted to sew into my life and she got me you and I've been with you ever since. And at that point I was, I was coming out of jail. Um, mm, thank
1: you for I your honesty.
2: A, yes, ma'am. I was coming out of jail. I had been in jail for six months and I was just starting over. I knew that I wanted to change because I did change while I was there, but I wanted to keep the change coming so yeah, about I was, five years ago is when I started, October, five years ago, wow. yes, ma'am.
1: So what was your thinking like then, Devaney? Because we almost didn't make it. Remember that? I mean, I, I think one time I was going, I was said, okay, I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, you <laughs>
2: did. I do remember. Um, Well, my thinking then, it was, it wasn't as profound as it is now, as it mm-hmm. is now but I, I, did, I, I knew that I was supposed to be something, but I was lost. I just did not know how to go about building myself up. I didn't know how to keep myself up. I didn't know how to of course, like, be nice to my son. I had other things that was going on in my life that I had to get together in order for me to prosper and have abundance and have total peace in my life.
1: So true. And, you know, we dealt with a lot of that stuff, your, you know, your, your emotions,
2: Mm -hmm. your, your,
1: (laughs) your, your, your anger, your relationship choices, your thinking, your motherhood. So kind of talk about what that was like for you. Some of those areas. Well, uh, I will never forget the
2: day that I did not wake up for oh. my coach session, <laughs> and I feel like that was the day that I was like, you know what, I have, I can't be playing any games. Um, that day, I woke up late. Uh, mm. You had called, I believe, twice, mm. and I had to text call like just pretty much plead for forgiveness because one I did not I wasn't being respectful of your time and I I looked at that as an overall thing I wasn't being respectable of people's time and I wanted people to do that with me but I had to give it back to them so I was very thankful for you to you know, not brushing under the you didn't brush it under the rug, oh no you didn't. no, not at all you you let me know you know how you felt about it, and you got back with me on whether or not you were still coach with me, and that did something for me because I want better, I wanted better, I was tired of being angry, I was tired of being you know selfish, I was just I, I wanted better for myself, and when I did that to you, I felt how I did that to other people. And then you you pretty much you shook something up in me. So because ever since then I've been I've been on it. I'm even looking at you if you call me a minute late. I'm like, Miss Constance, (laughs) (laughs) Miss Constance. But um but yeah, I I was at a low point and I when like I said, you helped me just come up, you helped me realize that it's okay to have emotions, it's okay to have feelings, it's okay to be mad. But it's a way to deal with it. It's a way to go about, you know, expressing myself. I don't have to lash out. I don't have to scream. I don't have to holler. It is a way to do things. So, yeah, you help me out in that area.
1: So the interesting thing is Debbie made a decision and I had to make a decision. And you see people uh, go through their own personal journey and process. And I'm really big on being honorable with my clients. And Devaney, you can tell people I call right on the dot. If it's three, yes, I never mm-hmm. call. So when I called Devaney and girlfriend didn't answer the phone, I'm like, wait a minute. Coaching is a partnership. Mm-hmm. It's a t- and I told her, I said, I'm going to step away from you for a while and I'm going to pray and see if I'm supposed to work with you. And I said, because I only work with people who are ready to make the investment, not only financially, but the effort. And then I just felt like the spirit said, work with her. And I'm so glad I did. And let me say this about Debbie. She made a decision. Everything I asked her to do, any kind of inner work, support group, mm-hmm. reading books, uh Girl, you need to leave that man alone. I mean, uh-huh. everything I, Every I asked her to do, she did it. And uh-huh. then she was involved in a head-on collision. My God, when your mom sent me the text about that, I couldn't believe it. What was that experience like for you, Devaney? And how did you make it through a difficult time?
2: Well, with that... um, that was it was scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I almost lost my life because
1: mm-hmm.
2: when, when he hit me, um, he broke my femur and my left leg shattered both of my kneecaps. I had a broken clavicle in my left shoulder and my I had a broken bone in my foot. And mm-hmm. so, of course, with my femur being broken, I could not walk. So I had to go to the hospital. I was in rehab for about three weeks. I was go- I was at the hospital for about a month, you could say. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn and build my strength back up and my leg. And I knew that that was mental. I mean, I knew I, it was going to be a physical thing, but it was majority mentally. Because if I knew that I could do it, then I was going to do it. And so um, that time was very, very... I don't want to say it was trying because I I was already on the path of, okay, keep your mind right. You know, you have what you say, you have what you feel, you have what you think. So I was immediately on recovery mode. Like I'm going to recover. I'm going to walk again. Um, Even when I was doing baby steps, I, I would say probably a month and a half after I came home, I was able to stand up and walk with my walker. I was just, I kept pushing myself to go, Farther and farther and now I can walk with little to no restraints. I still have some stuff that I'm working on with it. But I would say I'm about eighty five percent with my left leg because I now I don't have a walker or a wheelchair. Right. But that was mainly um a mind thing. Like I the the doctor told me, of course, I was gonna walk again. I do have three pins in my in my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said I was gonna walk again, but it was up to me on how quickly I was going to walk again because it could have been this year you know a year later it could have been it was actually three months later when I was up walking without you know restraints but I had to keep in my mind that I can do this and I'm above all of this this is just a test that God just wants to see how I'm going to handle this because it's more that he wants to give me out of life Life throws you stuff and you have to you just have to deal with it and you have to push forward and keep pushing forward. You cannot stay in that situation.
1: Well, you know, when I watched you, Dabney, because I text and talked to you a lot during that time and and she's so right. She made a decision once again. This is difficult. This is hard. I'm sure you had your moments, but her mm-hmm. primary mindset is. I'm going to walk again, and I'm not going to let this hold me back. So so for listeners, you 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 may not have been involved in a head-on collision, but maybe you feel like you've collided with your finances. But once again, it goes back to your mindset and the way you think. And I always say, Daphne, we manifest moment by moment. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there were some days where you were like, I'm going to make it. And then the yep. next day, the next moment, I'm going to get over this, et cetera
2: right right yep and then I was also um after that car accident I was going to school so I was in my wheelchair at the school like I just knew that I was going to make it I I knew I was going to do what I had to do and um with that being said I got out of rehab last May May 5th of last year and this year I walked the stage on May 5th
1: Wow. And yes.
2: And I I was determined. I knew what I set my mind to. I have been going to school for years trying to get my degree and I kept going and stopping, going and stopping, going and stopping. And so when I knew or saw that I could do it with even in the wheelchair and I'm still here making it, I'm still pushing through. People are helping me get to where I got to go. It was no stopping me. Then I was using my resources and I was also using me as a source. So I just kept going.
1: Let me make a comment there, because Daphne, when we start coaching five years ago, Debbie said, I'm going to go back to school, Miss Conson. Then she would go and then she would stop. Miss Conson, uh-huh. I'm going to go back to school. And then she dropped the class. But the point that the point is this. She kept trying. And so uh, I just believe it's such power in never giving up. Even if you say, well, I I thought I was going to lose weight and I lost one pound. One of those times that try is is going to stick. And that's what happened to you. Definitely, I saw such a resolve in you, such a I'm going to do this, you know, uh-huh. such determination because I was like, how are you getting to school? And then how are you getting to to your classes? What what was that? on the inside of you that you could share with listeners that you didn't have before that pushed you in your wheelchair to finish school?
2: It was really for me, determination mm-hmm. because like you had said earlier, I had been going to school, been doing it <laughs> and had never finished. And I'm like, I, I can do this. I know I can do this. And then with that wreck being a life or death situation, and I saw that I made it through it and I'm still here and I'm still, uh, you know, living testimony. I knew for sure I could do it because if I can make it through that, I could do anything. So I just it was mainly determination. And I was I'm not going to give up on myself. I'm going to continue to go. I'm going to push through. This procrastination has to stop. I'm gonna go sit up under my teacher, listen to what they have to say, get my stuff done that way. I can still have a life on the outside. But this was something that I had to knuckle down and do because it, it's been a priority of mine that I will keep putting on the back burner. So I just decided to keep it in front of me
1: and keep pushing. So how did you deal with discouragement during those times? Here you are in the wheelchair and uh, you're in school and, you know, that's a lot going on. You have a child. What, what, you, what did you do during those moments that you could share with listeners? I, um, I had a notebook and mm-hmm. I
2: would write out how I wanted my life to be.
1: Mm-hmm. I would write out,
2: I would script out how I am, I've aced my classes, I can walk again, I'm on the beach running, I'm swimming, I'm doing things with my son. I would just, I would script it out and I would believe what I wrote. And I would, I would write it out as though I'm already doing it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, Uh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's, I am up, I am swimming, I am running, I am acing my classes. I, I just I believe what I said. And then I also, I prayed, of course. Mm -hmm. And I would have um, my mornings with my affirmations. And then it was always, I am, I am, I am, Mm -hmm. I am. Because I have to, I had to put that inside of me. Because it was days where it was discouraging, but it wasn't really discouraging. I didn't discourage myself. I would get discouraged with other people who could do things in life and were complaining. And I was like, Lord if this is if you're showing me now this is what I used to do I will never again because I was down to a point like I said I couldn't walk and then you Mm -hmm. know learning how to walk again I was like a baby trying to learn how to walk and then you have people who can walk who can run who can jump and they would complain so my frustrations really wasn't towards me I just I had to look at like you know these people don't understand that they're taking things like this for granted. And I never want to take this for granted again, because I could not be walking right now. So, and cute. so, yeah, I just would, um, I would script it out. I would write it out. I would believe it. I would know that this is what's going to happen to me. This is how it's going to be. Well, of course I wouldn't know how it was going to happen and when it was going to happen. But I knew things were going to move for me. I knew I wasn't going to be stuck in that situation. And then whatever I can dream of, I can have it. So I've always dreamt of my degree. I've always dreamt of walking the stage. I've always, I've done that. And that's exactly what I did.
1: So true. Like this is a powerful a principle. Anybody, while Devaney was in a wheelchair, scripting really works for her. And it works for me too. That simply means you're writing out your life As if it had already happened and what you desire. So Devaney wrote, you know, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm on the beach with my son running or walking and it feels so good for the wind through blow through my beautiful hair, whatever. But it was I have this. This is my life now. And while she was sitting in that wheelchair, she could have been pitiful, but she was dreaming. She was believing. She pushed herself to go to class. Um, You know, I I, I know one time I called you and you said, you know, Miss Constance, I'm in pain. I mean, she was in pain sometimes, but she still went to class. and, and, And the principle is this. She was really using the law of attraction. She was controlling her thinking she was controlling her vision you heard her say she did affirmations in the morning so she spoke those out and and she and she scripted what she wanted her life to look like And, and 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 there it is and while when you sent me your graduation pictures and you were jumping up in the air with your cap on I'm like oh my god look at God in Devaney's life uh mm-hmm. huh. Yes, ma'am. So amazing. And then, ever since we've been coaching, you like Miss Constance. I I I want to start a fashion company, and I want to start my own swimsuit line. And you know, you've always talked about that, and 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 started dreaming about that. So lo and behold, during one of our sessions, explain to our listeners about your new fashion venture well yes ma'am
2: I um I wanted to do things with bathing suits Mm -hmm. and um I want you know all women to know that they are beautiful no matter what size and so what I've done I signed up for a retreat that I went to back in May and I came back with all kinds of jewels and tools and I actually went down to the um to our, I think it's called the state, the the state office in our in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I got my LLC for my business license, and so now I can go to different fabric stores. I can ca- talk to different manufacturers, which I could have done that in the beginning, but mm-hmm. they really don't want to work with you unless you have already, you know, started establishing your business, and so now I can just I can come and go as I please. Go to New York, go to L.A., go to my, go anywhere with my license and I can do pretty much what I want to do with my clothing line.
1: Well, I called you one day to, I text you one day. Cause you know, you're a millennial. You guys don't talk on the phone. So you have to text. I text you one day. You're like, Miss Constance, I'm in Hollywood. I'm like, you wear. <laughs> and so you went to LA to look at fashion. What was that like for you? Was that like, you already knew you would be doing that. Explain to listeners. What was it like to walk that out? it was
2: um I wanna it was kind of like a different world because it was so much to look at Mm -hmm. but when I was there I knew I was in my element because I was just seeing okay I like that I like that I can do that design I like this color I can do I was just peeping different things that I could have in my boutique and what I could do and then I look at it too I love that they had something, it's something for everybody. If there's anybody else that wants to do the same thing that I'm doing, they can go and do it too and make money just as well. It's something for that's what I loved about it. It was stuff everywhere, but it was something for everybody. <laughs> um, I didn't feel any intimidation. I didn't feel anybody, you know, trying to take my spot or take what I have because Mm -hmm. we all have different visions for what we wanted to do. And when we got out there on the fashion district and we, we just saw everything. We saw some of the places where like they sell now, we saw fashion Nova, we saw American, we saw different places that these people get their stuff from. And of course, you know how they market up or whatever. But, um, I was I felt in my element because I'm like I this is what I want to do this is what I want. Um, I found the fabrics of some of the bathing suits that I didn't see. I can get them made. Mm -hmm. We got to talk to manufacturers. They gave us their numbers so they can start making stuff for it. It was uh, the retreat was amazing. It was amazing. I I, you know I'm so
1: proud of you and so see now you're walking in the vibration of success and so with Devaney it started a lot with coaching and then she 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 was faithful in her scripting in her reading in her meditation uh-huh. and then that was, it's called the law of momentum or the snowball effect. And then she was excited about, okay, I'm going to get my degree and see one success leads to another. And then she said, well, you know, I'm going miss Constance. I'm in Hollywood. I'm like, are you going to be in a movie? Oh no, I'm out here. Um, I, I'm out here, you know, looking at the clothing line. And so when you get in that vibration, of success I mean it's just unlimited and so then you call me and say Miss Constance I'm getting ready to do real estate and flip houses
2: yes ma'am yes ma'am why why did you
1: make that decision
2: um well because one I am a veteran and Mm -hmm. at one point I was a homeless veteran Mm -hmm. and I want to thank you for your honesty yes ma'am yes ma'am of course I want to help other people, you know, get even their first home or help house them for however long they needed. Um I, I just look at it like I was in a situation and I didn't have the resources and I want to be a resource to someone else. And I've um, actually bought my first property and flipped it in Florida and we
1: Congratulations. Are on, thank you.
2: Thank you so much <laughs> and we uh we've already renovated it and we're um actually about to put it on the market so i'm ready for that and uh also we did we bought a house in florida that was going to be our vacation home but i got offered a job down there so i will be actually moving down to florida
1: Okay. You sort of going in and out a little bit, Devin. So you get, so you got, you bought a home. I hear you now. You bought a home in Florida and now you're going to be moving to Florida. Yes, ma'am. Well, okay. I know I got a a, a special guest room when I come there. I tell you, I got so many clients in Florida. So, so Devin, here you are moving from coming out of jail to dealing with issues of anger, to uh, saying you was going to go back to school and just stopping and quitting. And now here you are and you are a baller at 29. Are you 29?
2: Yes, ma'am. I'll be 30 in November.
1: At at 29. And you are making things happen. What would you say to listeners? What is that? What What has happened to you on the inside?
2: I have found who I am mm-hmm. and I am embracing it and I'm loving it. I know what I don't like. I know what I do like and what I do love. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've um, i just come into myself and I know people have opinions. People can give me, you know, their opinion on things. But when I've made up in my mind what I want to do, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go for it. and yeah that's pretty much what I've been doing I've been finding myself finding bits and pieces of myself and I've I've loved the whole journey of it Mm. and once I've well not even once I've completely found myself because I feel like there's always room for change but once I got to the realm of you know okay this is this is pretty cool then a lot of things just started opening up and happening for me and I that's why I just say stay in tune with yourself know what you want, own what you want and just go for it and when you go for it and you know nobody can stop you and you or you realize nobody can stop you but you that's when you that's when you caught it because you won't stop yourself you'll keep going you'll keep going and going and going and pushing until you get everything it is that
1: you're wanting out of life so true. So, Devyn, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about coaching with me? I remember once—I don't know if you got your tax return back or what—but you call me, Miss Constance. I just got my tax return back. I'm getting ready to pay for my year right now. I'm like, okay, damn, wait a yes, minute. <laughs> what would you say to people about making the investment in coaching? They, you need a, you need a coach. All
2: the successful football teams have a coach. Basketball teams, um, baseball. You need a coach, and Miss Constance is the best coach. And I feel like you've helped me find what type of woman I am. You've helped me tap into my motherhood. My mom has also helped, too, but, like, she yeah. helped with actually getting you for me because some stuff I couldn't even talk to her about.
1: Right. But
2: um, I would say go for it. Oh, you need a coach. You need someone to help you and help and guide you through life. And that's not judgmental, that will understand and that is coming from you, coming for you spiritually instead of, you know, coming at you. But I would most definitely say get a coach. Anybody who's looking for one, need one, they
1: get one because it it has helped me tremendously. And one thing I say about when when we dealing with each other, she is very real and raw with me. And I always tell her. There is nothing you could say or do to make me love you less or more. Mm-hmm. And one thing I say about you, Devin, and you are always straightforward and and just to the point. And I am so proud of you.
2: Well, I, I, I
1: Thank you. I, I, I am so happy for you. And you've changed as a mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, you, ma'am. You've changed as a mom because you can't go inside like you've been doing, Devaney, and it not impact every area of your life. Exactly. And so now that you're loving yourself, is it changing your choices in relationships? Most definitely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I ain't, ain't going to tell of all of your business. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on blast on the air, Devaney. But I... Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Is, is that changing you on the inside about relationships? Oh, yes.
2: It's, it's just opening my eyes to what it is that I really do want and what I don't want.
1: Right. And and that's why I tell people it is an inside job. And you see what happened with Daphne is once she began to go inside and deal with her, her self image and why she did what she did, deal with her anger, deal with her frustration mm-hmm. and, and and, you know, she. Uh, she uh, went to support group and therapy. She did all of that. She did all of the inner work. You know, then slowly, you see, whatever happens to us in life, God would take that. And uh, he didn't necessarily cause it, cause the car accident. But he took that accident and he said, OK, Devony. It's time for upgrade here. How can you change your thinking? She could have been pitiful and powerless, but she made a decision. And I'm going to say, boy, just making a decision decision is so powerful. She made a decision. I'm not going to be in this wheelchair long when she was in pain. She made a decision i'm going to have somebody wheel me down the hallway i don't know how you got in, cl- in school in class devine did somebody <laughs> have to
2: push you no i pushed myself i did myself but i they helped me if i needed it they
1: okay did. but she had to make a decision i'm going into class it wasn't easy and then she couldn't drive and so i've got to make arrangements for someone to pick mm-hmm. me up and then she made a decision i'm even though my leg is hurting i'm going to finish this exam a real I read, I read these books or finish my paper. So everything in life begins with the decision. And then she kept dreaming in the midst of difficult circumstances. She kept coaching with me. We coached doing this time. I was surprised she said, "Miss Constance, I need a session. I'm like, okay. I said, I was trying to be considerate, you know, because you were going through rehab uh-huh. and, and, and then she, she kept dreaming In difficult circumstances, so I want to say to listeners, don't let any circumstance or situation stop you from dreaming. She kept scripting out what she wanted her life to look like. She kept doing her affirmations. And, you know, Daphne, I tell people a lot of mornings or a lot of days, I don't feel anything when I'm doing my affirmations, but I keep doing it because I understand that when you speak truth, that you create your world. Uh And and she made an investment in herself. Like I said, when she got her tax money, the first person, she said, Miss Constance, I'm ready to buy my year coaching session. I just looked at the phone. I'm like, okay, I'm driving right now. But what's your cash app uh, name? I'm driving right now. But she understood the power of investing in herself. And then she's living her dream. You know, she she's doing her fashion and she's flipping houses and about to move into a house in Florida. Does it have a swimming pool? Yes, ma'am, it does. I'm coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for you. Come
1: on. Oh, wow. So you're living you're living your best life right now, Devon, and it's only gonna get better. Yes, ma'am. I received that. Thank you so much. This has been so powerful. So, ladies and gentlemen, you, you see how how powerful a story is, and God is no respecter of person. All Debbie did was align. She was consistent with tapping into the universal laws that exist for all of us. And she just kept on doing it. Year after year, she said, I'm going back to school. Hey, I kind of got tired of hearing that myself, Debbie, but right. she, she said, <laughs> Debbie said, I'm going back to school. And she kept doing that. And wow look at her life right now. Really, I am so proud of you. So everybody, I want you to listen to this over and over again. Tell your friends about it and listen to it again and ask God to speak to you about your own life, how you can uh, persevere in possibly a difficult situation that you're in wow this is only story number one we have a young lady all the way from South Africa that's going to share her manifestation story Um, just so excited about it and if you have one email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com I would love to have you on the air so that you can share your testimony so we're going to go to these quick commercials and then I'm going to be right back with my second guest all the way from South Africa everybody so stay tuned do you
0: have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission an experienced speaker for major fortune 500 companies Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com.
1: Well, I am back and I am so happy to be speaking with a listener all the way from South Africa. And she is going to share her manifestation experience. And the reason that I am doing this is, number one, to give you hope. Number two, to give you a glimpse into the life of someone else who's living in a country, another country, another culture, and to show you that universal principles will work for anyone who will work them. And uh, just excited, this is her second time on my show. So Gracie, welcome back to the Law of Retraction Radio Network.
0: Thank you so much, Constance, for having me back onto your show. I'm very excited to be back again um, and to be chatting to your listeners.
1: Well, good. I love your accent, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs>
1: thank okay, you, okay. thank you. So tell listeners, where do you live? You live where in South Africa?
0: Um, I'm based in Johannesburg in South Africa.
1: Okay. And so is it, is it, uh, uh, is it summer there, spring, winter? What, what is it there?
0: It's actually winter now. We're actually into our third month of winter. Um, and then after that, it will be August. And then after August, it's spring, which is September. But we're actually currently in winter now. And it's been very cold this weekend, I must say. But, well, we've gotten uh, the
1: hang of it. Well, good. Well, I wanted you to come on because you always send me emails and Peter Adam emails about your manifestations. So kind of tell our listeners, I know you got a vision board, kind of what's been going on with you with your vision board and your manifestation, et cetera.
0: Uh, To just give you a brief um, of... My vision board okay this is what happened um, it happened um, last can you can you hear me I
1: hear you well.
0: okay um, I decided on the 31st of December 2018 last year when I was just uh, getting ready to welcome the new year this was me sitting at home one day and I decided um, what goals do I have or new year's resolutions that I have for 2019 And I was like, okay, New Year's resolution, we intend to do that, but we never get to stick to our New Year's resolution. So I was like, let me practice what Peter Adams has always been teaching us and what I've learned from him and from you, Constance, and um, the other um, interviewers that you have on your show. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do a vision board. I got magazines. You should have seen the magazines that I had. I had, like, a lot of magazines. So I cut out pictures. And I started sticking them um, onto my vision board, which was this was on 31st of December, late afternoon. And as I was cutting out pictures, I was like, "Um, this is my vision board for 2019. Um, I'm praying that all my um, goals and dreams will be answered before the 31st of December, 2019. So as I was doing that, uh, I put the pictures like in order based on the months um of the year Mm -hmm. and then um in january i got to manifest two things from my vision board i was like very excited i'm like okay it's only beginning of the year the first week of jan and i've already achieved the things that i wanted and then
1: um what, what, what what did you manifest in january
0: in January, um, I've always wanted to have a vacuum cleaner, which is very funny. <laughs> I've always wanted to have a vacuum cleaner and, um, a small stool for, for, for my house. So, uh, basically on my vision board is the things that I wanted for my house, uh, being a new homeowner. So in January, I got to manifest, um, the vacuum cleaner and the stool. And then I removed that, um, from my vision board. I had 23 pictures that I put, um on my vision board. So out of those 23, to date, I've only manifested nine out of the 23 pictures that I've got on my vision board. So I was like, okay, mid-Feb, okay, I've got this vision board. Let me get another vision board. So I had, again, the second vision board. And then on that second vision board, I had eight items on the vision board. And I also managed to manifest two items from... The vision board. So I'm left with six items now from my second vision board, and while looking at my, because I've always I I look at my vision board actually every single day, and I'm like, okay, the how part doesn't matter how I'm going to get things, but it's going to get done. On how I'm going to manifest.
1: And so, tell us some things that you have manifested, and I just want to tell listeners that when you have a vision board and you go and you look at it one quick another way to add to what you are doing Gracie is to see yourself already with your vacuum cleaner cleaner or see yourself already with your your stool so what are some other things that you've manifested
0: some other things that I manifested, this was um, this happened recently. I think it was a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. I just walked into a shop um, and I was just doing my monthly grocery shopping. So after I was done with my uh, grocery shopping, I went into this shop. I was like, okay, let me buy kitchen stuff and a few items for, for my house. And then I saw they were running a competition saying if you spend 150 um, rands, uh, converting it to uh, to US dollars, it's about $10. If you spend that amount, you can spin on the wheel and win a grand prize. A grand prize will be anything that you want in the shop. And then this was me, spent the amount that was required for me to spin uh, the wheel. I did that. I did spin the wheel. And to my surprise, I won a case. Wow, And I've always had a case on my vision board saying, this year I'm going to travel. Where I'm going to travel, I don't know. But I went back again, I said, in December I need to do a holiday to Canada to go visit my brother. How I'm going to raise the money for the air ticket and the visa, I don't know. But God will provide. And there I am, I got the case, which is on my vision board. I was like, the God, has really, so truly is- amazing. It's a suitcase. It's a suitcase. Okay. It's a suitcase, the exact same suitcase that I wanted, but it was it's just different in color. So I was like, God, you're truly amazing. Um, I didn't know how I was going to get this, but you always still, you always amaze me all the time. And there I am, I've got my suitcase. I'm like, I'm already picturing myself packing my clothes towards the end of November for my trip to Canada to go visit my brother, and. You know, when James E. Powers talks about leave um, your prayers as if they've already been answered, and this was me, through just using my vision board and leaving everything to God and the universe, the how part does not matter. As human beings, we intend to ask ourselves, oh, but how am I going to do it? It's not up to us. It's up to God. We should start leaving our prayers as if they've already been answered. And we should start our prayer Shouldn't be a prayer of asking all the time, it should be a prayer of gratitude. And this was one thing that I've learned from going back to your podcast from 2013, where one of um, the listeners and um, um, the guest speakers that you had, Betty, where she talked about how to triumph and ju- um, during difficult times. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, I'm going through so much in my life, but instead of me having pity faces, feeling pity for myself, how about? I just surrender everything to you. And whatever I'm going through, it's you trying to show me that you are there. You are indeed a God of order, not a God of confusion. You are a God that answers prayers. You never sleep. You never slumber. But it's just through believing.
1: And so let me ask you something. And so you put your pictures on your vision board and then every day you... You you walk by and, and look at them and you say, thank you. And then you're looking at all of your pictures and you are living your life, like James Powers said, like you already have everything on your vision board. Is that what you're doing? Because I'm trying to break it down for listeners, because you can have pictures on the vision board, but you have to live in them. As if it's already done and you do not have to know the how. Your job is just to become one with that vision, be grateful for it, etc. Is that what you're doing, Gracie?
0: That is is exactly what I do. I look at my pictures and I visualize myself having those things on my pictures Mm -hmm. and living in the now tense, not in... The present, like living, you know. When I look at my pictures, I'm like, oh, I look at myself sitting in an economy class or premium economy class, traveling to my holiday and enjoying my flight. And I look forward to having a beautiful kitchen. And you never know. And this was me. My kitchen was done like on Friday. I had that on my vision board, and I just pictured when every time when I looked at those uh, pictures, I was like, I see myself. Walking into a beautiful house, I see myself walking into a beautiful kitchen exactly the way I wanted. That's how I visioned it, and that's how it turned out to be.
1: Wow, what are some other things that you manifested? Because I want to tell listeners, Gracie was grateful over a suitcase, and some of us who live in the West, we might take that for granted. And so when you are grateful for just the smallest thing, clean water, you know, anything, a parking space, anything that appears in your life, it puts you in the vibration of abundance and more things come to you. And as I always say to you, God has a million ways to get to you, your heart's desire, but you first got to have a vision for.
0: Mm -hmm. which is very true because a life without a vision or a goal is nothing you are not going anywhere you can have all the pictures that you want on your vision board but if you don't look at it daily if you don't remind yourself daily and being grateful you'll never attract anything and one of the things also that I've learned uh, from um, Peter Adams where he talks of the hour of power it might we might find it like difficult to just spend an hour of just you meditating prayer and visualizing the stuff that you want i've got to practice that where i dedicate myself on just visualizing praying and being grateful to god and it's a lot of things are really happening and i've given myself end of july things will happen and the other thing that i also want to tell you that I wrote on my note, because like, I've got a sticker where I wrote okay, the things that I also need mm. to achieve in 2019. One of them was for my business to grow, my wedding and events business to grow. And this was me. I just started baking cupcakes and selling them to people in the office. And from there, my business grew. I started baking cakes and I started having clients, people wanting to order cakes from me. As we speak right now, I've got two clients that want cakes by the end of july and i'm like god you're truly amazing and i've always wanted this and you're really blessing me where i'm going to get those clients from if i start with one or two they start spreading the word mm-hmm. let me be truly grateful of what is happening in my life and i'm truly grateful for my cake business and the wedding and events business which is growing slowly but sure i will get there but i'm truly grateful With the little that I have.
1: Well you know. Speaking of your business. And just for listeners. And just for you Gracie. You know when you bake those cupcakes. In a spirit of excellence. And people are so moved by it. They will tell somebody else. When you wow your clients. They will come back. For more for more repeat business. So I want you to bake those. Cupcakes for those two clients. Like you would. 2000 instead of two. And that's how you get repeat business. It's done in a spirit of excellence. You go beyond and you wow them. So they want more of you. And I can tell you, you know, I don't know what the economy is in South Africa, but it really doesn't matter because your faith and your belief supersedes Whatever is happening externally and if God has to reach across the world to get to you your stuff on your vision board it will happen
0: yes which is very true and I'm truly grateful for that and I really receive that two can become two thousand right. it's going to be a repeat business
1: right so anything else you want to share about how you're doing and i wanted you to come on so you could so listeners can hear it doesn't have to be big it could be something small uh the other day i went in um in a store and uh, this guy stopped me i see him all of the time he said miss constant do you want a sample of this kind of perfume it's very expensive and normally they don't give samples and he gave me one And I was grateful for that. So every small thing you need to be grateful for. And I know you're doing that.
0: Yes. Um, To your listeners, I just want to say it doesn't matter where you are. You might be in Africa. You might be in Europe. But God works in mysterious ways. God works for anyone and everyone. And um, you need to... Carry on affirming your words every day. Being positive, I know it's not very easy to be positive every day, but when you get out, get out, get out, get up of um, in the morning when you get out of bed, just give everything to God. Surrender everything to God and say, God, if this is your will, let it be done. You are favored. As a human being, because I constantly go back to listen to Priscilla Shire. There's one um, preaching that she talks about favor. Everyone is favored. We're favored in different ways. We just need to ask God to show us how he favors us and how he will favor us in life.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And so for listeners, this is just an encouragement for you to get at your pictures. I'm looking at mine right now, Gracie. I'm in my office. And I need to look at them more because I'm looking at this one thing that I desire that I haven't looked at. So what are you doing? You're tattooing in your subconscious. You're tattooing that vision uh, uh, in your thinking. And you are feeling that. Like right now, I'm looking at a lady with a, uh, she has this big hat on her head. And, and this beautiful dress, and, and that's something that I desire, but I'm not just looking at it. I'm putting my place, myself in that place. I'm wearing that hat. I have on that dress. I can feel the wind blowing because she's walking right by the water, so you see the difference. You are putting yourself. You're not just looking at that the picture. You're actually putting yourself in the vision of I have it now. Thank you, God even before you can see it or sense it with your five uh, senses. And Gracie, I'm so proud of you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. To your listeners, it is possible. If God can do it for me, he can also do it for you.
1: So true. And so you've every time you manifest something, you let us know, let me and Pete know. I know you got your suitcase and your stool and some, some interesting stuff for your kitchen. Didn't you win $30 U.S. Dollars or something? Uh, you you want something, but you're just grateful for every little thing and gratitude. Wow, it's such a powerful attractor. I say gratitude is the great attractor and multiplier. So this is just exhibit A of if a young lady in South Africa can can manifest, so can you.
0: Which is very true.
1: Any other parting words, anything that you want to say, Gracie?
0: Um, now that you are talking about you looking at your vision board, I'm actually looking at mine and this car. There's a car that I that is on my vision board and I'm actually eyeing it. I'm like, definitely I will drive before the end of the year. Yeah. I will definitely be having a
1: car. Yeah. And, and so, and when you say that and when you begin to talk it, when you begin to uh, uh, speak it, um, I put on my YouTube that when you declare and decree a thing, whatever a thing is for you, it will be established or manifested for you and in your life. When you declare, decree, got that out and declare, it will come into your life. So when Gracie says, I'm going to be driving that car, it will happen. I remember one time, um, uh, I had just gotten frustrated. I had a car, but I needed another one. And I had not been able to drive my car because I had a broken ankle. And so when I could drive again, I said, I'm going to get me a car today. That's exactly what I said, Gracie. And I said, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to put any money down. I'm going to go and get me a car. So I had somebody to take me to this place. I walked in. I said, I want a car. He said, well, you're going to have to put X number of dollars down. I said, nope, I want to use my car as a down payment. That man didn't ask me for my credit. He didn't ask me for, he asked me for my driver's license. He took my other Mercedes and I got another one. Wow. But it was a made up mind. And when Gracie said, "I'll, I'll have this car before the end of the year, you will.
0: yes. And I believe that and I've got faith.
1: Yeah. And so you declare and decree it. You get ready for it. I don't know if if you have a garage over there in South Africa or you get your place ready on the street where you're going to park it or in the front of your house or in the back of your house. You already see it sitting out there.
0: Yes, which is very true.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I know that everything will come to pass on your vision board and because you're one with that vision board,
0: right? Yes, I am. And I've just a few items for me to get before we've got six months left until the end of the year. And I know everything will be done on my vision board. Right? The how part, I don't know. And I just give it all to God and to the universe
1: yeah well, thank you so much and uh, i've never been to south africa i've got to come
0: please do <laughs> i've got to you've come. never been to South Africa i've never, never been to america
1: <laughs> yeah what's wrong with that picture well guys uh I hope you were blessed and really motivated by grace's testimony. And, and, of course, you can visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Don't forget to go to my YouTube channel, Constance Arnold, and subscribe. And, of course, Twitter, Facebook. My Twitter and my Instagram is LOAConstance. Facebook, Coach with Constance. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, supporting Spirit, and I'm just declaring and decreeing in your life that the best is yet to come. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit FulfillingYourPurpose.com.